to another episode of Angry Girl Music at the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. I hope everyone's had a solid week. I released the punch-up playlist as a little motivation to us all, thanks to many of you who shared your favorite songs about pushing back against misogyny. I knew I needed the voices of artists in our community who understood our experiences, and I'm happy to share them all with you too. Speaking of those voices, I'm thrilled to bring Marcel and Leibovitz back on the podcast. In the years since we last talked, Marcel and her brother have wrote and recorded this new record, This Is Women's Lib. Marcel enjoyed to talk about her experiences writing with family, the intent behind the new songs, the experimentation with the music that she worked on, and what's ahead. So with that, let's hear more music from Marcelin and then dig into the interview. Just a metaphor 
Welcome back to Anchor Girl Music at the Indie Rock Persuasion. Marcelin, how's it going? Great. How are you? I am great, too. I'm so happy to be catching up with you. I'm happy to be back on the show. This is so cool. I love it whenever people come back, especially with so many awesome things that are happening for them, like you with this new record. So congratulations. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. Oh, I, I can only imagine. You're still based in Philly, right? I am. Yeah, actually, I think the last time I talked to you, I was uh, still in State College. So now I have I've moved officially back to the Philly area. So. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. nice. Are you done with school now? Yes, I am going back to grad school. Oh, uh, congrats. Thank you. But I'm, I'm staying in the area, so. That'll be good. Probably a little bit easier then, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like we have so much to catch up on with how much has been, I guess, about a year and a half since we chatted last. So, what all have you been up to? Um, working on this new album, obviously. I've been trying to play as many shows as possible in the Philly area. It's kind of, you know, it's different to uh, transition from one scene to the to the next. Um, so it's been, it's been interesting kind of fix, like, figuring my way out in the Philly DIY scene. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been doing that. Um, I was teaching this past year. I started a voice studio. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> wow, that's so much. And I'm so happy to hear that a lot of it's been opportunity for you. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a very productive year. So <laughs> at least there's that. <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm, I'm ready to just dig into this new record. Uh, this is Women's Lib. Mm -hmm. When did you start writing it? Um, I guess I, the, the first song I wrote on this album was right before I went on tour, the last tour. So um, I guess June of last year. So a year and a couple months ago. Yeah, it sounds like it was shortly after we last talked, if I'm remembering right. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. So you have built up so much over the years with your music. I mean, I remember when Indignities and Depravities came out. Such an awesome record. Thank you. And now you have This Is Women's Lib coming. Can you tell me a little bit about what are some things that maybe informed your songwriting specifically for This Is Women's Lib? Well, This Is Women's Lib um, was heavily a collaborative project with my brother. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so a lot of a lot of the inspirations came from him. He's a bass player, so he would come up with a bass line, um, and then I would take it from there and add what I wanted, and we'd pass it back and forth like that. So that that's definitely changed my sound up, um, which I like. I, I think it's it's a lot closer to what I wanted to sound like now with his influences. So um, what else? I listen to a lot of Mitski. Um, <laughs> great influence <laughs> yeah she, she's definitely influenced a lot of my stuff um I always I always say stay anything it's like a big influence for me mm -hmm. um yeah <laughs> that sounds interesting and like from my understanding some of this record had some themes of like isolation stuff um what was it like for you to kind of unpack this musically and how did you kind of approach that because I know that those are very heavy subject matters Right. Well, it was um, it was definitely an interesting year. It, as productive as it was, it was also really complicated. I think um, something that a lot of my friends who are a little older than me told me about was that this this like year after you graduate college is just like so 
tumultuous and Mm -hmm. weird and and I just kind of didn't really believe them I was just like whatever I'm moving back home like I know what I'm doing (laughs) um and then I got into it and I was like oh my god I have no idea what I'm doing so um a lot of a lot of the writing in this album was just kind of unpacking those emotions Mm -hmm. and the only way I could really deal with them was to write about them Mm -hmm. um so that's that's what you hear a lot of on this album yeah, definitely. I remember that year right after college, and it is extremely challenging because you're kind of trying to figure out what your next move is going to be. Even though you think you know what it is, you kind of have to be prepared for anything that could happen in that time period. It's so, so much fluctuation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, the weirdest thing for me was being so far away from like all of my friends and having to start mm-hmm. over, you know, because I, I did move back home, but like, none of my friends that I used to hang out with are here anymore or they're like you know too busy to to hang out and do stuff so that part was that was the weirdest thing for me was just like oh my god I have to make new friends what's that (laughs) yeah because it feels almost I'm sure like you're starting over in a place that's supposed to feel like home and is familiar yes yeah exactly so that was and it was it was weird moving back into my childhood bedroom with mm-hmm. with my boyfriend my boyfriend lives with us oh so, wow okay yeah so that so that was a really weird emotion I was like you know living in my childhood bedroom but like the bed's bigger and it, it, I don't know it's it's like the same but slightly different mm-hmm. and that was very um confusing for me for a couple of months um but then I I don't know. I'm feeling better about it now. So that's good. (laughs) That's really good. I'm glad that you've settled into that. And, you know, as challenging of a time as that's been for you, you got some really amazing music out of it. And you were able to like, I feel like just make these experiences probably a little bit easier for everybody else. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, (laughs) I I definitely, I definitely feel like I got a lot of my best writing done in in this past year. So cool. I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, you liked it too. (laughs) Definitely. So like, uh, what was it like for you to kind of start to write and record Women's Live? Um, well, it actually started as two different albums. Um, half of the album, like I said, my, my brother and I worked together. Um, and half of the album was supposed to be in a different, um, band under a different band. Um, we were a band and then we just decided like it, it'd just be easier to put it out under my name. Mm-hmm. So it started off as two separate projects and that was easy for me kind of because I had, you know, the stuff that I had always been doing, like the kind of electronic, like singer songwriter type things. I had that and that was what I was used to. Um, and that felt very safe for me. And then when I was working with my brother in our band, that was a whole different experience. Cause it was the first time we had written together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we decided to put it together, there was this whole process of like, how do we make it sound like one solid album? How do we draw pieces of my like solo songwriting, um, to our songwriting together um, yeah, it was, it was a, a process like nothing I'd, I'd ever done before. Um, so it was, it was really interesting to kind of navigate that, but I think we, we worked together really well. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It sounds like it was a really great opportunity for you to collaborate in this whole record. It felt like you were really experimenting and it makes sense because you had two different projects that you were kind of melding together. But like, there were things that I feel like you were doing that I hadn't heard you do before. Like, 
opening with kind of that like layered acapella with better what made you decide that you wanted this to be how you open the record um i always like starting with something a little simpler i i guess i guess it's not that simple because it's it's like this whole choral arrangement but that's that's my bread and butter like that's that's what i do mm-hmm. for a living as i um you know i'm a, i'm a an assistant choir director basically um so i always try to start with something kind of simple and peaceful and um when i wrote i wrote better first and then i wrote here the last song on the album um like a week later and i was talking to my brother and i was like ah, i should only pick one of them because they're so similar and i should i should just pick one and then we were both just kind of like well what if we put them at bookends of the album then it's kind of like an intro and an outro that fit together Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of, it just kind of fell into place. It just kind of, that's just where it needed to be. So that's where it was. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like it was a great opportunity for you to kind of showcase your choral background in that sense. And that, that was entirely your voice being produced, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Wow. Your range is phenomenal. That's one of the things that I always love about <laughs> your music. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's the, the range is, is, uh, the biggest part of my, my training, I would say, I guess that's where it shows the most. Yeah, I love that you took a space and really just like showcased your talent in that area because it was so amazing. Thank you. I, I was worried how people would feel about that one. Um, but I think with with uh, like Billie Eilish coming out, she did a lot of stuff like that on her album. So mm-hmm. I after I heard her album, I was like, oh, people are going to be comfortable with this. Cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I like that you still keep a lot of the elements from your early music and stuff like that. That ukulele is still like a core element of your music and stuff. And it's nice that that continues to resonate through these newer songs, too. Yeah, I um we we were just practicing our set for this uh this mini tour that we're doing mm-hmm. yesterday and it was it was crazy because I I only played my uke for two songs um in the set and it just it feels so weird to not have it for every single song but mm-hmm. I'm I'm I think we we balanced it really nicely on the album that we have about half of the songs include uke so it's it still feels present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool, though, that you're able to kind of balance that. And you're also, like, expanding what instruments and what you're putting into the music now. What's it been like for you to kind of branch off into a different sound at this point? Scary. Yeah? Um, yeah, but but really exciting. I mean, it's it's so it's so different from my last album and yet so similar mm-hmm. um, that I just was... I was nervous um, because I didn't want it to sound, I didn't want it to sound like two projects that we smushed together. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I I think, I think it all sounds like me. I think it, it all sounds like, like I'll listen to the songs now and I'll be like, Oh, this sounds like this artist that I listened to. And this one sounds like this artist that I listened to. So it all um, shifting into a new sound is just kind of, it just kind of happened gradually, I guess. And it's, uh, it's been fun to play with, totally scary, but really fun to play with. So I've, I've always written the, the like singer songwritery acoustic type mm-hmm. things. Um, so kind of limiting how many of those I had on this album was, it was definitely very scary for me. Um, but I think it, it, I think it was the right call. I think there's only, there's only like one that's really, there's two, there's two that are like really just uke and my voice. So mm-hmm. I like that. And, you know, you brought in so many different sounds into this record, a lot more synth, which I love. 
and cool. so much more. Do you have like a favorite new like instrument or sound that you brought into this record that just like, you're like, wow, I want to keep doing this. Um, well, my brother, Mike keeps uh, joking that the song or that this album should have been called distortion and hand claps, um, <laughs> which, which is pretty accurate. It was just like, everything was just like, what kind of weird effect can we put on my voice on this track? Uh um that was really fun for me to play with because before I would just like click the the dance vocal setting and garage band that was like my go-to and that one and the and the the natural one there's like those those two settings were like the only two I used and then we were like well what if we add like a guitar sound like a guitar pedal on your voice here so that that I think was the coolest thing to -hmm. play with as far as new things to to play with um and then writing um with my brother mike's bass was um was really fun for me too yeah Um, yeah that's really neat and it sounds like you and your brother have a really great relationship to where you're able to just collaborate in this sense um is this the first time you both have really written music together yeah um the bear is sticky with honey the single that came out was a song we wrote together that's so cool. What was it like for you both to kind of like, cause you obviously have this sibling relationship, but to be like, okay, we're going to write music together. What was that like for you? Um, it, it was, I'm trying to think. It feels so long ago now. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely nervous. Um, I've worked with, um, on the last album, I worked very closely with my other brother, Ben, um, who uh-huh. produced most of the album. Oh, cool. And all all three of my brothers I have three and all three of them are like pretty like they they really go hard on the critiques with my music Mm -hmm. um so working with any of them is always really nerve-wracking for me (laughs) I'm like how are they gonna like trash me this time but um, (laughs) but Mike and I I think we we were able to find a good balance where he he like only really hurt my feelings like once <laughs> which is That's not fine. bad considering siblings <laughs> exactly yeah so it, it was it was scary because I was like oh my god he's not gonna like this and then he he came back and was like this is freaking awesome mm-hmm. um so that eased my anxiety a little bit and then we were able to write a little more comfortably um a couple more songs after that hmm. yeah it's really great that you were able to kind of like pass the music back and forth between each other too in that sense yeah, that's that's what really made the album, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I would add a bit, and then he would add a bit, and we'd just, yeah, we'd just go back and forth. Were you collaborating more so on the music itself, or the lyrics, or both? Um, I think I think there's only one song where he changed a couple of my lyrics. I think, yeah, there, there were a couple lines here and there where he changed the lyrics, but for the most part, it's, it's all me. That's um, really cool. Yeah, it's, um, he, he was like, I hate writing lyrics. And I was like, great, I hate writing instrumental parts. So it was, just, <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> perfect sibling match, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. And like, um, back to kind of when you were talking about earlier, when you both were kind of experimenting with like, the different sounds and, way, and ways that they, you could kind of manipulate your voice. I love how you did that though, this record. If anything, I felt like the one that kind of stuck out to me as far as like your experimentation was the funny, not funny. It was felt very <laughs> like playful, almost like video game chiptune kind of vibe. Was that something that you were going for? Um, yeah, I was wondering if you were going to bring up that track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we weren't going for anything with it. We worked on that song. I think it took us almost, it took us almost a full year 
Wow. For that song. Yeah. God, it was, um, it was intense. We, we just couldn't get it to work, but we just, we liked it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so we just, we just kept playing with it until it clicked. And, um, I had this whole vocal line written out. We like sat down and wrote out a, a really weird vocal line with some like really funky lyrics. And the, um, we, we were working with that. And then we were like, this isn't working. What if we just played the, the vocal melody with um, a synth? Mm-hmm. And that's where the chiptune stuff kind of came in. And it kind of just clicked after that. It just kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one was, that was supposed to be on the other album with, with mm-hmm. the band. Um, and when we decided to make it my album, my, my brother Mike was like, was like, are we going to get rid of funny, not funny? And I was like, absolutely not. It took us a year to get that. Like, I'm putting that out no matter what. I don't care. <laughs> it's going on the album. We worked too hard on it. Yeah. I love that. And your efforts paid off. It's really fun. I like it just because it has this like bubbly energy to it that just, I feel like fluctuates and it's really interesting how you accomplish that. Oh, I'm glad you like it. We, we were saying like, it's going to be 50, 50, like either people are going to love it or hate it and there will be no in between. So <laughs> it's a nice surprise tucked in the record. That's for sure. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what, that's what I was going for. <laughs> awesome. And like, it seems like you did a lot of other collaboration too throughout this record. I really love 2AM oh, with, thanks. with detox. That was really cool. What was it like for you to, um collaborate with something it kind of has like more of like the the r&b hip-hop kind of sound to it um that one i came up with um the the instrument that you hear is the main backing track is the uke Mm -hmm. um but my but mike had it uh going backwards and then he added a beat to it so that's so that actually all came from mike interesting Um, yeah yeah, and he that just kind of happened too. He was like, I don't understand the style, so I'm just gonna put what I think sounds good to me, and like you can tell me if you hate it. Um, so yeah, so that just kind of was another one that just kind of fell together. Um, as far as the rap on that, that's uh, one of my best friends, um, is a SoundCloud rapper, and I just was like, I want to put you on my album, so. Um, I, we, we went back and forth for like months trying to schedule a time when I could go to New York, which is where he lives and, and record him. Um, and it was, it was like pulling teeth to get that to work, but it finally worked. And I'm really happy that he was able to be on the album. Yeah, I love it. I loved also just the, it's, it felt like a heavy song in that sense. I mean, you're talking through a lot of emotions of like, you know, frustration with it sounds like a friend or a partner and it's a, it's, it's interesting. And I like just the way that the two vocal parts kind of just sit together in that sense from what you're delivering as well as what detox is delivering too. Yeah. Oh, did I lose you? Nope. I think I'm still here. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool. Did you um, give him an idea of the music beforehand so that way he knew what kind of rap to add to it? Um, I sent him the track and I was just like, just write whatever you want, write whatever you feel fits. Um, I originally had a verse, um, a song verse written in in that spot. So mm-hmm. I think I, I think the original thing that I sent to him had that in there. And I think he just... I, I don't know if he, I think he kind of went off on his own and just, just did what he felt like doing with it. I don't think he really, um, 
took anything from from the verse that I had in there. So it was a true detox original. <laughs> I love that. How did you feel when you got to be there to hear the what he had created? I was really excited. It was it was fun to record. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a weird day. We, we <laughs> so what what ended up happening? what ended up happening is we, we borrowed my brother's apartment basically, cause he's got this nice little studio set up. That's the, the brother that I recorded my last album with, mm-hmm. um, in New York. So we, we ended up borrowing his studio. Um, but he has a baby, um, and the baby was in the next room sleeping. So we were trying to, we were trying to be really quiet about it. And, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, detox was like whispering, like, here I am again thinking about when and it was just like really awkward to figure out how loud he could be without waking up the baby Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that I was like totally excited to hear it it was like yep this is what it means that's so cool what an awesome opportunity for you both in that sense yeah it was it was a lot of fun it's always fun to work with friends (laughs) absolutely especially when it comes to music so question for you Mm -hmm. it's it's a rock fact is that a reference (laughs) to over the garden wall yes 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 I got so ecstatic about that because it's like, I feel like that's still so like niche interest still, which is, it blows my mind because Over the Garden Wall is awesome. But I saw that whenever I was looking at the tracks and I was just like, it's an Over the Garden Wall reference. I love it. Yes. There's, there's a lot of um, various references in in the song titles. Like um, it's the bear is sticky with honey. Yeah. yeah, that's a, a Silicon Valley reference. Um, number one, Babe is if if you watch Adventure Time, that's what the Ice King has on his drums. Love um, it. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Um, King Explosion Murder is from um, what's it called? My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Mostly, mostly cartoon references. I love it. <laughs> <I love laughs> that's so amazing, and I love that you kind of brought in more of your personality into the song titles in that sense too. Did any of that inform your songwriting or is it just, you know what, I think that that reference suits what I'm writing? Um, kind of both. So, um, Mike and I created this big master list of different references to use as song titles because he, like, like I said, he would start with a baseline and then send it to me. So instead of just being like baseline number two, he would give it a fun name so it would be easier for us to differentiate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most of the time, I just kind of tried to fit whatever the title was in some way or another, um, at least at least use it as inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the bear is sticky with honey, the only reason it's called that is because I say honey in the song a bunch of times and yeah. that, that reference worked and like there's there's a couple of things in there like that. Um, but King Explosion Murder, he he named it. Um, yeah, he, he named it before he sent it to me. And I just took the title and used that as inspiration and made it fit with the song lyrics. I really love that. That's so that's so special that you were able to kind of take those like early kind of like draft names and just work it into the music in that sense too. It's so neat. Yeah, it was, it was like, um, it was like a songwriting exercise sometimes, um, which was, which was good for me because sometimes, sometimes I just kind of keep writing about like the same things over and over again. Like I just like, you know, really like a heartbreaking moment that I experienced. I just like pick at the scab over and over and over again to get some songwriting out of. So like this, this was good to break me out of that a little bit. 
Yeah, definitely. You don't want to lean into like your past hurts too much. It's, it gives you some opportunity to like, you know, step back and think of something different and explore that. Right. That's so cool. And I really like how playful this record just feels in general. I feel like you explore so much, so much like dark subject matter here and there, but like, it feels like it leans into a lot of your personality. Was that something that you were trying to specifically accomplish with this record? Um, yes and no. I, I don't know. I, I really personally like when I listen to an artist and I can really like feel what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really try to write lyrics that really mean something to me or that are, you know, really personal to me so that like, I want you to feel it. Yeah. Um, so again, with it with Say Anything and Mitski, like they, they are masters at that, both of them. So I, I really try to lean into that. And um, I, I guess it just naturally my personality comes through with it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Side effect, I guess. <laughs> For sure. Um, so I know it's always hard to pick your favorite baby, but do you have a favorite <laughs> song on this record? Oh, man, it is really hard. Um, I really like Number One Babe. Mm-hmm. Um, that took us like two seconds to write. That was like the fastest thing that we we put out. Um, dreamy, I I can't listen to it anymore because I've been dealing with it for like a year and a half now. But like I I'm really really proud of how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a lot of favorites. I I could I could gush about all of them. Honestly, I'm really proud of the whole thing. That's good though. That speaks a lot to like your confidence in the record and how much work you put in. Cause if you're still proud of all the songs, that's a great feeling, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. So with that in mind, maybe what are some things that you want your listeners to get out of this is women's lib? Um, I want, Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. Let me think about that. Um, I want people, I want people to hear it and feel the emotion that we put into it mm-hmm. that's that's really what I want people to take away from it I don't want anyone to listen to to our songs and be like this is a nice tune I want people to be like oh man that really like hurts me in my heart mm-hmm. that I relate to that I that's that's what I want people to feel when they listen to this album for sure I think I feel like you accomplished that with so much of your record honestly whenever I was rushing to get get over for this interview <laughs> I had one of those uh moments where I realized that there was way too much irony going on because I was listening back <laughs> on your previous record and uh I was driving through some a flood area and I was listening to treading water oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like stopped at one point I'm like oh my god the irony is great and I'm just processing this on like too many meta levels at this point. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the sign that I'm gonna have a great talk with Marcelin. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. I was like, all right, all right, this is this is this is too good. <laughs> so uh, I want to ask you too. I know you mentioned that you're playing a lot of shows right now and stuff. You're getting ready for a small tour and stuff. But what else is going on through the end of 2019? Um, a lot. Um, <laughs> I am, um, the, the biggest thing I think I'm doing is I am, um, in a singing competition. I just found out wow. last week, so that's really cool. Um, nice. yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be doing that, um, every Wednesday at Latage, I think is the, the venue. Um, 
So hopefully I'll be able to sing a lot of my songs there and if not, just show off my range. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to book a bunch of tour or not tours. I'm trying to book a bunch of shows, um, mm-hmm. and a couple mini tours, um, every once in a while would be nice. Um, there will be more music videos. Uh, we are working on, um, a collection of remixes as well where, Ooh. yeah, yeah. A bunch of, bunch of stuff, you know, there's, there's never any rest <laughs> for, for artists. It's just, we always, we always keep going. Um, and then hopefully another album in the next two years, maybe a year or two. So, yeah. Sounds awesome. I'll keep you busy between music videos and I'm sure always writing too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely taken a break since, since we finished the album. It's like, oh God, I just need to step back from, from writing for a second. But yeah, I, I usually, I usually sit down to write at least once a week. Mm -hmm. That's so neat. Do you think you'll write with Mike again? Yeah, I think so. That's cool, because I really enjoyed what you both put into this record. It's really well written from the music to the lyrics to everything that you've done. That I am so excited for everybody to hear it, that's for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, too. I keep like sending it to people, like, you've got to hear it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I feel like you've just done so much with it. And it was really fun to look around on uh, your SoundCloud for all of that stuff. I kind of noticed, I'm not sure if this is intentional or not, but you have a My Chemical Romance cover snuck, like, snuck in at the end there. Yes, That's supposed I to be on there? Absolutely. Yes. What, was <laughs> what made you choose Elena? Um, we tried a couple different things. Um, we tried When You Were Young by The Killers. We Ooh. tried, yeah, I'm trying to think what else we did. We, we just, we tried a couple different covers because we, we just wanted to do a cover and we wanted to do something that either nobody's ever covered before or no one's ever covered well. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Helena, I was, we, we were just sitting around one day and like trying to think of songs. Then all of a sudden I was like, wait wait this is the song and I I made a I made a post on Facebook that was a a poll between um Sugar We're Going Down and Uh Helena and I was like because those are those are like the two anthems of my youth so um my iconic yes exactly they're both iconic so I I made a poll of like which which song do you prefer and Helena won by a landslide which I, I honestly wasn't surprised about um and so that's why we went with that one. And we, we did like two or three different versions before this one. Oh, okay. um, we tried a really slow one. We tried like a really, really fast one. We, we tried a bunch of different things. Um, we ended up speeding up the tempo like just a couple clicks more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it totally changed the song somehow. Um, yeah, that was so much fun to work on. I was like, uh, with the the background vocals that I have are pretty much the background vocals from the original track. And I just, I didn't even have to learn them. I just like knew them. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, really, it was really fun. <laughs> I feel like when you're like a My Chem fan, you just like know this stuff. It's practically in your DNA. So when it comes time to record, it's like, here it is. Exactly. And I, I did it at a show and um, two of the audience members were singing the background vocals too. And they were like, perfect. They, they nailed it. So I was like, yes, I'm so glad that this is like a universal experience for, for 20 somethings. And, you know, it really, it does what we wanted to do. You know, it's, it's like a, it's like a post credits kind of scene. That's, that's what it feels like to me when I'm listening to the album. It's like, it does. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like, I get that same excitement that I do whenever I'm seeing like post-credit Marvel kind of stuff where it's like, ooh, this is juicy. I can't wait. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to do with it. That's why we put it last. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I love it. I was just like, I hope this is on purpose because this is perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was getting kind of like the sneak preview of the record, so. Right. <laughs> so good well hopefully your next record maybe you can sneak that killer's cover on or maybe in fallout boy i i was thinking maybe alive with the glory of love by say anything oh i yeah. like this so we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> lean into one of those influences you know i'm sure yeah. what would you do if like for example like well with this record it's entirely possible uh if like any of the former members of my chem like found your cover like what would your reaction be oh my god i would lose my mind i would cry <laughs> oh my god i want them to find it i hope they don't hate it if they do find it though because it's really it's pretty different but that's like the best kind of covers whenever somebody puts their own twist on it, and that's what i loved about it yeah that's that's what we were going for so i'm, I'm glad that that came across <laughs> yeah for sure well you know fingers crossed that you know you get that opportunity and hell when you're ready to cover say anything max bemis is very good with fans i would be stoked for you if he <laughs> reached out and was just like yo i've just seen him like connect with like friends of mine now and i'm like what this that's is crazy wild. that's yeah. crazy like carl from like museum mouth and stuff it's like goes cool. from fan to like helping collaborate that last record that's so cool. It's mind boggling and people, it's just so neat. I always want those kind of opportunities to my friends, especially when they're fans of artists as well. Yeah. You know, Amanda Palmer actually just did something like that. She had like a songwriting contest and she, mm -hmm. she covered the, the winner um, of the competition. And I just thought that was so cool. I love when artists do stuff like that, like give a, a chance for the fans to shine and, and mm -hmm. get acknowledgement like that. That's so neat. Would you ever do something like that yourself? If I got famous enough, sure. <laughs> I would I would love for someone to cover any of my songs. That's like that's my dream. Like I will have made it when someone covers one of my songs. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm gonna help you spread the word everywhere. So Thank that you. dream comes true. Cause that would be so sick. I, I think that'd be the coolest thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been so awesome catching up with you, Marceline. Where can everybody keep up with you online and find all your music? I am on all streaming services. My name is spelled M-A-R-C-E-L-Y-N. Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, my Facebook is Marceline Music. My Twitter is Marceline Music. And my Instagram is Marceline the Human. That's the only one that's different. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, everybody's going to have to make sure that they pick up This Is Women's Lib. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thank you. Still in mourning 
much to Marceline for joining and to Jason for help setting it all up. Be sure to stream and support the release of This Is Women's Live, now available everywhere. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. Want to tell me you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, for more news, thoughts, feels, or just all the podcast episodes, please visit angrygirlmusic.com. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry, and play with your art.